This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilf. History I'd like to fuck. Each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has brought me a subject from history that they want to know more about. Then I hit the books, I dig deep in the annals, and stimulate. (laughs) We've covered Frankenstein, Houdini, Joan of Arc, Pompeii, the Salem witch trials, right? Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. Stop dying. I know, I'm going to try my hardest to um, not die during the show. I think this is like episode 42, where I'm sick, 42 shows in a row. Yeah, I mean, you had a good run. Ugh, listen, I, I'm, it's, whenever, whenever they're ready, whenever the aliens are ready to take me, I'm ready to go. Took some barrel flu over the weekend, really shit my pants, it was awful. Awesome. Did you have extra pants? Yeah, I think we're aboard. Um, yeah, we are. Well, now everybody uh, knows that I shit my pants. Hey, did you have extra pants with you, or were you like, oh, damn it? Yeah, I was like, oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. man. I'm sorry to hear that. Hello, and welcome to another episode of In a Pickle, the show that is dedicated to the less glamorous side of sports. I am your very sick co-host, Dave Houghton, and with me today, my red sweater to my green sweater, it's Christmas here at IAP. Sarah Retalic. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Merry, merry. Happy, happy. Yeah, we are wearing, uh, I am in a green sweatshirt, and Sarah is in her red sweatshirt. We look like Christmas hair. Mm-hmm. Ho, ho, ho. Unplanned. Unplanned. Completely unplanned. Yeah. You'll yeah. see it on the YouTubes. Go ahead and like and subscribe to our YouTubes. Look Up to 200,000 views. Yeah. Yeah. We be doing it, yo. That's amazing. Now, if we just get 200,000 followers, that would be great. Yeah, that would be nice. So if you're watching our YouTube channel, like and subscribe. Be our friend. Yeah. Ask us questions. Shoot us oh, an email. Oh, yes. Please ask us questions in a pickpod247 at gmail.com. Um, we we want to know what you want to know. Yeah. I will. You want to you know? We want to know what you want to know. Right. We right, want to so, know what you want to know. So yeah, uh, so we want to know what questions you want to ask to know what we have to say. Right. We want right. to know what you want to know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you have the most confused face right now. Welcome to the show. We're here. <laughs> um, oh, all right. I'm going to try to do, honestly, I, it's probably going to be nice for our listeners to do as little talking as possible because... There's just oh no! Yeah, Don't know, do that sorry. to them. Don't no having just me. That's terrible for them. No, everybody would really appreciate it. Um, I don't think so. I'm gonna 
no, I mean, I'll, I'll chime in. But uh, before we get into our rewind, I just want to rewind uh, a story that was we did a long time ago. And it was about the uh, Chicago White Sox shooting in the stands. Yes. Okay. So I was at work the other day. It was the Bruins home opener. They were playing the Chicago Blackhawks. And there was a good deal of Chicago fans in there. And I was wearing my in a pickle t-shirt that you can find on our website at iepradio.com. And the guy was asking me about it. And he's wearing a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. And he's like, oh, I'm from Chicago. I live on the south side, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, White Sox fan? He's like, hell yeah. He's like, south side's where it's at. So I was like, you're a White Sox fan. Let me ask you a question. I was like, that whole shit with the shooting inside the stadium. Like, he's like, yeah. He's like, that lady hid the gun under her belly and it was crazy and all this stuff. I was like, I watched that video a thousand times. Not a single person jumped. No. When the gun, when the gun went off. He goes, yeah, man, that's Southside. Like, oh, okay. So that's right. exactly that's, what I thought. Yeah. That's what you said. You were like, they're just used to it. They just chill. He confirmed, he confirmed exactly what I thought. That everyone's just wow. like, yep, whatever. So that is the south side. That's exactly what goes down there. Gunfire goes off and nobody moves. He goes, south side's a great place. He's like, you know, you you got to listen to everybody on the street because most people will be like walking by you and be like, don't go down. Blah, blah, X, blah. X, Y, Z. Yeah. And you're like, okay. You don't ask questions. You don't say anything. You keep your head down. You just keep rolling. I was like, well, okay. okay. I can dig it. I'm here so. for that. So that's just, what it is. Nobody jumps at gunfire on the south side because oh. that's their uh, that's their national anthem, I guess. Well, the more you know. Yeah. The more, more you, you know. know. So, so, all right. So we got to rewind for this show. Yes. Kick it do. off. So kick us off with the rewind. Bloop, 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 bloop. You can't do it this week because you'll see. Phlegm all over the freaking camera right now. Gross. No, it's more than phlegm. Trust me. Ugh. Yikes. I think my brain is melting. Could be. Is that what's coming out of your nose right now? Oh, oh. Is that boogers in my nose? No, nah, there's no bats in the cave fully. I just didn't know if that was blood or mucus or what was coming yeah, out. That's most likely blood. Nice. Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> this isn't a rewind, more or less. However, it kind of is, but it isn't. Uh, it's more of us just adding on to last week's Biggest Pickle, which if you listen to last week's show, you know that our Biggest Pickle was the NFL, the No Fun League. The No Fun yep. League. Yep. So why we're discussing this in the rewind this week is because the NFL uh, find... Uh, Jesus, I was just—I can't even say like Jesus. tight end. They're like, finding Jesus now. <laughs> they are finding Jesus. They had who find, won't they find? Right, God Almighty, who is who is next? No fun league. Womp, womp. So they find, uh, they find tight end George Kittle for the shirt he had on under his jersey. During the 49ers versus Cowboys game on October 8th. Great shirt, by the way. Absolutely great you know, shirt. 
He scores the touchdown. He lifts up his jersey, and the shirt said, fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. And then Kittle was fined $13,659. For a t-shirt. For a t-shirt. Now, I, I understand the, the whole thing with the t-shirt. It had uh, an explicit word on there. I get it. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, nationally televised game. And it, yes. He's just promoting fuck. But um, yeah, it's a lot of money for a T-shirt, man. It's a you know lot what? of money. A guy like Kittle, he don't give a shit. No. He He'll wear the shirt again next time they play Dallas. He'll show it again. He does not care. Now, no. here's my, you know, we can both agree that it's, you can see why he was fined because of, the, right. you know, right. standards or whatnot. Um, However, this game was also, remember last week I was talking about like blowout games? I, I love this blowout conspiracy theory you have. This game. It's amazing. Was 42 to 10. I'm telling you, this, your conspiracy theory on this, the blowout conspiracy, has legs. It really does. So, 42 to 10, right? And if he did not have that shirt on, would there have been something else that they would have fined them with? Because look at what happened yesterday on Sunday with them playing. You had him get the announcement of him being fined on what, uh, like Friday night going into Saturday. And then he did nothing. He produced nothing. I have him on my fantasy team. He gave me 1.1 points. So there's that. Then you had, you know, on the 49ers, you had uh, Debo got hurt. McCaffrey got hurt. You know, so it's something where did this kind of shoot a little bit of, uh, oh, no, into the 49ers locker room where they were discouraged? I mean, this is where I'm kind of at with it because you look at how the trajectory was for Miami after the finding they got blown out and they lost. So it's right. like, I'm like, huh, what are we doing here? I just, I, I keep going down this rabbit hole and I have to like keep my tinfoil hat on for a few minutes yeah, just to like have this conversation. I mean, I'm telling you it, it definitely, all this tracks. I mean, it, if by some chance, I don't think there was any big blowouts this Sunday. No, everything everything was kind of close because there were so many injuries that happened this weekend. Yeah, you had everyone. There was a lot of injuries. You the list. I can't even list how many players were injured on Sunday. So um, I can tell you it's it's around that ten number. Um, We have uh, we're we're recording on Monday, the uh, October sixteenth. We got Dallas and the Chargers. That's not going to be a blowout tonight. No, I can't see that. Um, next week. Uh, I mean, I'm not fully prepared. <laughs> Surprise. Nah. Um, week seven. Uh, let's see who the blowout could be. Uh, Bills, Patriots. That could possibly be a blowout. Oh, absolutely. The Patriots are terrible. Um, that's it. I mean. Chiefs, I don't know. Chargers, Chiefs, Chargers could be a blowout. All these injuries, everything's such a wild card. So it's one of those that makes right. you go, okay, you could have these possibilities, 
But if there's one game on uh, in week seven that could possibly be a blowout, it's Patriots Bills. Yes, po- possibly. Possibly. So if now let's keep an eye on that. If there is a blowout next week and someone from that blowout gets a fine, then we know that there's actually some sort of conspiracy on this. Dun dun dun. You know, I and I don't really know what what that's going to do. Like they're getting punished for just blowing it, like blowing past these teams. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past the NFL because they just, I mean, they're losers. But like, I don't know. It seems so weird. But it's just it's just my conspiracy, man. I'm just no, I know, I love of, it. I absolutely love kind of rolling with you. it. I'm kind of rolling with it, but uh, I'm going to take off my tinfoil hat. And now, now there's no, there's no undefeated teams. The Eagles no, lost. The Eagles lost. The 49ers lost. All right. So now the tinfoil hat's off. What do we got? All right. I cannot. All right. Before we get into the news, I, I cannot go this week without bringing this up only because I just laugh every time I see the highlights because you know that the No Fun League is playing internationally and yeah. they're playing in London and they're playing in Germany and it just it makes me laugh every time when they sprawl out onto the field that American flag and sing the Star Spangled Banner because you know we have very interesting histories with both of these countries I mean we'll be playing in Germany I think what the end of this month and uh, November but we've been playing in London right? and it's one of those that I get and gather your excitement to have the NFL go international, but uh, not from what I've seen. So that's why I'm like, but like, why are you not like singing their national anthem, then following up with our national anthem? Wait a minute. I didn't know that. They're not singing their own national anthem. I haven't seen it. Like on any video I have like searched to find or maybe we just only maybe focus America on just us. Doesn't care, so they just yeah. kind of get a commercial, right? Like, and that's whopper, why you can't whopper, get a video. Whopper Junior, <laughs> Whopper Junior, Double Whopper, and it's like you know uh, the national anthem for Great Britain. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. If somebody out there has seen it, please let us know. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a comment let us know and send me the video so i can see it with my own two eyes because pickpod 247 at gmail.com because i haven't seen it and it's it just makes me think i'm i always go back to hockey you know and right we we have hockey in canada we have hockey in the u.s and when our teams play the u the u.s based teams play in canada they do the canadian national anthem first right and then do the Star Spangled Banner. So I'm like, that's how it kind of should be done. That's how you build fan base. It's how you build camaraderie and excitement. And this is how people invest into your organizations. And see that that's and just that. like, that's just typical America. Come into somebody else's country and be like, we're going to put a McDonald's here. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, honestly. Like <laughs> Roger Goodell shows up in England and he's got a denim vest with a red bandana and on the back of the denim vest has the giant bald eagle. Yes. Rock flag eagle. Yeah. And he purposely drives on the other side of the road. Oh yeah. Like, and like it's he's like, still in America. 
in his four or his Dodge Hemi. Yeah. Like he yeah. has it brought over on a boat. And it's got a, like the, that set of balls underneath in the back. Yep. Yeah. 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 And there's a big old American flag. It's American flag painted. Yeah. On the all over it. And then he's got two yep. Trump flags on either side. And they're just fucking bombing down. He's got those big, um, the big huge wheels, the like oh, the monster big wheels, truck but wheels. But I, I was thinking too. like the big truck. Uh, oh, this the, the, the diesel, or whatever the pi- yeah, 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 whatever yeah, yeah. The, those things that have the exhaust come out. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just blowing out fucking hardcore like red, white, and blue smoke. Yeah, you know, just ripping a Marlboro, eating a hamburger. Yeah. I am a real yes. American. Now, of course, that's and he's playing. blasting it. Yeah, he's like uh... fuck you, Pip. Yeah, <laughs> so that's exactly what's going on. That that's typical America right there. So. Yeah, we complete, know uh complete assholes. So we know. But I, I mean, Nelson also we there. have no idea. Maybe they are playing the the national anthem. No, no clue. I mean, uh, I'm not up early enough to see those games. I personally think those games are fucking. I don't understand. Pointless. Well, here's here's my take on so many things. One, why? Right. Two, can we not have two? Ga- like, why were we playing two games on Monday night? Like, why are you doing that? to me like you've just it's just not okay like well, that, can you that's just... over now i know but like yeah. going up until this point oh I'm yeah trying to... why were you doing that do like, you know what... why you want to know why this i found is... out why why did they find out why i found out why. why they were they were playing two games on monday because of the writer's strike because there was nothing to put on tv and the network that was given all the money to the nfl Asked if they can do something about it, and they put on two games so people would watch, and they would still get their ratings because they had nothing to produce on TV because nobody was at work. I still don't like it. No, I think it's stupid. I, I fucking hate, terrible. I hate Monday night football. I hate Thursday night football. I hate Sunday night football. This is true. Yeah, just, just give me like those Sunday. one o'clocks. Just give me yeah. those one and fours. I'm here for the one and fours. Right. Yeah, or those do, are the best games. Do like one three. And six. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like just, just. Or. Figure it just out. Just do it every fucking. Just do it every day. At this point, why not? I mean, you're almost you know? there. You're just almost about. There. You have shit. three out of seven days. All right. Into the news we go. We go. Mikey Williams. <sighs> this kid. Oof. Oof. Indeed. Um. Mikey Williams, if you don't know, is um, a University of Memphis recruit who has made a name for himself um, by being a popular San Diego high school basketball star in a viral sensation. He is currently facing up to 28 years in prison. And if he is convicted, facing 28 years in prison, if he is convicted of the six gun related felony charges. Yeah. Uh, this was reported on Wednesday, October 11th by the San Diego Union Tribune. Williams was arrested in April and charged with six counts of discharging a gun at an at an occupied vehicle at his home that he owns uh, 20 miles east of San Diego. According to the San Diego Sheriff's Department, Williams allegedly struck a vehicle several times due to due to several uninvited individuals entering Williams' residence. He was released on $50,000 bond in April after his arrest, and he will be arraigned in court on October 24th. 
Though he is currently on the roster at the University of Memphis, according to CBS Sports, he is not on the team. He's enrolled in online classes and not allowed to use the team facilities or participate in any activities. All right. Stop me if I didn't register all this. Somebody tried to break in the house. He went after them and started shooting at them. It seems as though he had a party and five people showed up that were uninvited guests. Yeah. And then he started shooting at them. So shit went sideways. Shit went sideways and then he started shooting at them. Okay. This is his actual physical house. Yes. It, that, Williams, that he purchased on himself. Yes. Williams owns a $1.2 million home. College kid. Freshman. Freshman college. college kid owns a $1.2 million house. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's my two cents. Uh, did you have any more to add to that? Oh, it was just uh, one that he owns a $1.2 million home as a freshman in college. As a freshman in college, yeah. Yep. Um, And two, Williams had signed a deal with Puma when he was 17. So this is, what, two years ago, making him the first American high school player to sign a sneaker deal with a global footwear company. And he's a viral sensation? A viral sensation. I, I okay. So, um, clearly, he doesn't have a handler. I know we we joke about this all the time. Mm-hmm. A nineteen-year-old kid owns a one point two million dollar house, has a party, is in trouble. No, really, honestly, no surprise there. Right. It, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, right. Of, of course, you know that's exactly what you say about this kind of shit. I think. It's everybody's fault, including his own. I think um, Puma giving him a contract like that, great for him, but they should have did something. This is, uh, we talk about this every week. Right. And nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit about anybody. And it's not, I I guess in a way it's not their responsibility to give a shit about anybody. You know, you're just doing your job. You're, you want this kid to sell your brand of sneakers. You give him a contract. He's going to sign it. Let him sign it. If he fucks up, eh, whatever. You know, well, it's because X amount of sneak is on this kid's yeah. name, and then he fucked up, well, and then that's it. The brand's over. What I think that Puma was doing was they were having the mindset that, he, okay, this could, kid could be the future Kobe. Let's get in on this now. But it's very different. Not everyone, <laughs> as we can see all these years later, not everyone is a Kobe. Right. Like Kobe was right. a, was one of a kinds. So you can't be like, let me sign this kid now and having that expectation that he is going to be. Uh, uh, okay, but Kobe. but l- let's go back in time. Look look at the greatest <laughs> players of all time, okay? Yep. You have Michael Jordan. You have LeBron James. You have Kobe Bryant. What do those three people all have in common? Strong support. Yes. Michael Jordan's parents were were his backbone. His mother helped him acquire the Nike contract, right? His yeah. father always supported him. LeBron James's mother always supported him. Kobe Bryant's family always supported him. You know, even Steph Curry family always supported him. And what do all those guys always show? Their family, their right. support for their kids, you know? Right. And then you have guys like like this 
who I don't know his upbringing. I don't, I don't know anything about his life until last week. I had no idea who he was, you know, mm. and of course, because of the show, I only knew him. For now the, we do, you know, yeah. which already brings like sort of a, a weird black mark on him because it's like, well, this kid, yeah, you know, $1.2 million house uh, that he got at 19 years old. Who the fuck is this guy? You're a freshman in college. You know, right. I didn't go to college, but I could tell you if I was a freshman in college, I wouldn't have been able to have a $1.2 million house. Right. You know, I would share a dorm room with some other guy who just farted on my pillow all night. Pink guy. I, well, I the- think it, it's just the same. It's the same old story we talk about every week where nobody is helping anybody out. And I'm no. honestly, I'm just getting sick and tired frustrated of, uh, saying the same thing right you know so all the time week, i'm gonna i'm gonna bring a yeah, yeah whatever kind of attitude to it i know? like it you just like i'm gonna sit here and shit my pants yeah kind of attitude uh, that was one time i was sick okay well there's still Once. time today still Twice. time today yeah, no, i'm waiting for it that time is past it's already happened. when i start hearing the blub 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 like the alios pizza be like oh, oh yeah. yeah dave's ripped it Remember that uh, that scene in Alien where the alien pops out? Oh, it just came right out of this. Yeah, that's got to yeah, be what happens what to you today. Yeah. I'm here for it. The The interesting thing is I've seen some people do a comparison and parallels between him and Ja Morant because all of this was happening during the same time frame as all the stuff with Ja. Right. And the thing is, is that Ja has already started his professional career. Right. You know what I mean? He should know better and should have the sense of awareness. One and two, from our, from what we know and from everything that we have searched on the interwebs, John Morant hadn't shot towards anyone. You know, he just flashed his gun. Right. You know, and this is a kid who hasn't started his professional career. You know, he's was a high school sensation. And was big on the TikTok there. So it's something that you can't, you can compare them, but you can't compare them in certain ways. What you can compare them as is that there is a disconnect on the support system and structure from, you know, high school up to professionals where you need to kind of reel everybody in and have these kind of, uh rules and like how to act uh from start to finish but it's also like one of those where it's very very different yeah. kids just starting his life and this is how his life is gonna take a turn to i i wonder if he even gives a shit though that's that's the that's the part that really bothers me i wonder if he cares or if that's just like yeah i just gained another hundred thousand followers I don't know. Like you know, that's I feel like that's what this generation is now. Well, he's not like, going to have those followers in jail. Eh, you know, though, he will. You know, I don't know. You know, 28 years is a long ass time. You know, like that's crazy. I mean, honestly, he's lucky he didn't kill anybody. He is so lucky that nobody got hurt in that. You he's know, lucky he's a bad shot. Yeah. Uh, Wild. I mean, he's, yeah, I, I personally feel like he's probably going to serve some time. I yeah. don't really think it's going to be 28 years. I think that's just to scare him. But 
um, gun possession, underage drinking. Yeah, whatever it may uh, be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I. I mean, we'll keep an eye on it. But like, this is one of those stories where I'm just like, I, I'm just tired of it. This reminds how me funny how... is it that we're saying that John Morant's like the smarter of the two. I know. <laughs> like, who thought Seriously. that he would be like the adult? Really? Seriously? I. Who knew that that that's where we would be all these months later in conversation? Right. Um, unbelievable. Who knew? And I I hate when people compare people to other people because I mean, like, why are you comparing? Because they're young, and right? Young. Yeah, they're like, I can, oh, I can they... name a hundred young. No, young it's because they're both they both have guns and right, they're both they're basketball both black, players. They play basketball and they yeah. have guns. I mean, that's not why fair. Do... That is not fair at all. It's a complete stereotype, and it's not okay. And that's why I'm like, no, okay, they happen to be in the same bucket that you're putting them in. However, it's very different. Two very different kids, two very different situations, two very different things. You know, it's just, what are you doing? But, you know, at the same point in time, everyone on the interwebs wants to get their clicks on crap, and they want to do all this stuff and let me tell this story of how the they parallel like nobody no, nobody cares about that because they're two totally fucking different people like let them right. be you're an individual we're gonna handle you this way have a conversation about you this way and you're an individual yeah you both fucked up but you fo- fucked up very differently one fucked around and found out one way and the other one like really fucked around and found out another way so right. it's I, I I did something on, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, where I, I posted something on our Twitter account. And, like, after I did it, I really, I felt bad because, um, like you said, like, you're just kind of following the social media clicks. Yeah. You know, and I felt really bad about it, even though I have no idea who this person is. I, I. I don't even follow the team, but obviously, like it's a basketball team. Uh, Kenny Lofton Jr. He, it was reported that he showed up to training camp, uh, weighing in at three hundred pounds, and he just looks. I mean, he looks at, for a basketball player. He doesn't look well. He doesn't look good. You Aww. know, he shows up to camp at three hundred pounds, and they post this picture and they say, "Oh, Kenny Lofton tipping the scales at three hundred pounds." I. Uh, I felt bad posting it and I I've since deleted it on the Twitter because it's it's body shaming. Right. You know, and, and like, you know, who knows what this fucking kid's struggles are. You don't know exactly. You, you know, I mean, I remember Mike Sweetney. He played for the Knicks and he played for the Celtics for a minute. Dude was like up to 400 pounds. He was huge. He was short and and round and like everybody thought it was funny that this this big guy was playing basketball. Guess what, motherfuckers? He's a professional. He might he might look really bad, but like he's you know, playing. He's playing in the NBA. What are you yeah. doing? What are you doing? You're <clears throat> sitting Granted, on your he couch didn't last long because of it. But I mean, like you know, right? But sitting on your yeah. couch and being make it like, oh, let's make Monday a morning meme. quarterback. It's- yeah, let's. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. But I mean, th- that's the same thing with like the it's the pressure. It, yeah. it goes back. It goes back to the, the our story here. It's the pressure of staying in the the light, staying 
uh, staying the way these people want you to stay. And it's a lot of pressure and, and your avenues for Kenny Lofton Jr. It might, uh, it might be eating is how yeah. he gets away the pressure for Williams that we're talking about. It, it's throwing epic ragers. You know, everybody, everybody vents in a different way. Um, obviously for John Morant, it was, it's going to strip clubs and showing everybody uh, a tiny little gun that he used to use as a prostitute, you know? So, I mean, like I, I, everybody vents different, but like there's, mm-hmm. it's because everybody's just like, everybody's got their own shit they're dealing with. Right. And Everyone's. You, you need to find, uh, I don't know, make art. Make, <laughs> make art. Make art. I don't know. I, I mean, like. Start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, don't start, don't start a podcast <laughs> because it, it, there's just more people starting a podcast will just lower our ratings and uh, we don't need to lose any more people. Uh, we know who follow, who listens. We, we yeah. got you. You, you we got know us. Who we got, listens we and we know up. who blocks us and, and that's fine. So here for it. Yeah. You, you can block all we want. You, you can block us all you want. And, and we're still not going anywhere, so we be here, yo. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I so I mean, what what else do we have in the news? All right, so here is a name. Can we do something so, funnier and uplifting? Yes. Well, it's not really uplifting, but no, it's but like it's it's, it's because it, here's a name we have not mentioned in a while, and it's not John Morant, and it's not Jackson Mahomes, and right. it's not all of these. The name. Antonio Brown. I miss this CT riddled bastard. Uh, he was live on Instagram for like an hour and a half, almost two hours last night. And I was like, oh, I'm so tempted to jump on and see Dude, what is what? going on here. I don't know. I didn't because I was doing the news and then I was super distracted by the football game. And I was like, oh, my God, he's live. I should watch this. So I don't know if he's rambling or he's rapping or I don't know what's going on. I really just should have jumped on so I could report that. Yeah, I dropped the ball. I really Anyways, set the bell when he's live, so I can see. Yeah, you have to because he's live all the time, and he it's for a extended period of time that he's live, not just like a snippet. It's right. like an extended period. That's great. Yes. So for Antonio Brown, the mother of one of his kids wants him arrested. Why? Because he is ducking his child support payments. Yeah. Yet again. Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. Oh my gosh. Uh Wiltris Jackson claims that AB owes thirty-one thousand in child support and that if he doesn't get the cash, she want the cash to her. She wants him behind bars. Yeah. Uh the cops already have they they had that order by the court to arrest him after the judge ruled in August that he missed child support payments and according to court records there has been no movement in the case since that order was issued in August uh this is the second time this year that a judge has issued an order against him so huh. remember you remember in the summer when the police were at his house yeah, and, and they were like, watching Hello, them on the camera. Mr. Mr. Antonio Brown. He wasn't home. He was right. somewhere else in the country. Right. He was in and Dubai he... showing his showing his pack. Oh, yes. That's what it was. He was in Dubai. He was yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. He was showing his he was dick in the hot on tub. camera. Yeah. Yeah. So they're at his house like, hello. 
Mr. Brown. Hello, Mr. Brown. I'm there. Yeah. I'm not I'm here. There. Okay, yeah. we'll come back later. Nobody home. Uh, wait, all right. I I mean, he's not paying his child support. Nope. I get the fact that she wants she wants the money, you know. Uh raising kids is very expensive. But also, like, to defend Antonio Brown, you you really need to make sure that she's spending the money on the kids and not herself. Well, I will say, in follow-up to that, she, this is um, his first baby mama. Like, they have, it's their daughter. She's 15. She's an athlete. She's involved in a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, On top of say, talking about the child support, she just, she even states that she would like him to be more active and be available in her life really because to be though i mean he's riddled with with uh cte i mean even still like because god forbid something happens to him and she never gets the chance to actually I know, she, I know. she needs to I'm, make that I, I decision make for herself it, like, i know but yeah. like that's still at the end of the day her father and she needs to make that decision for herself right but the big thing that the mother stressed was that her daughter is an athlete and she's really good athlete and that they could have a lot more conversations and do more things together right sports based and she does track and field so they could go run like there's a lot of things that he could bond with her on so he's just like she's well she's saying like come on like spend time with your kid and or pay your pay me so I can take care of your kids so your kid can stay out of trouble and be right. in sports and do all these things. So it's like, ugh, poor kid. Right. Girls I mean, always like, get the shaft. Can't like somebody go after like his assets or I don't know, it's Florida, man. So like who he's yeah, it's just I like mean, he's in Florida. It's, I mean there there's there's ways to get paid. I know he's not making a paycheck anymore. That I mean, that we know of. Not that I, I he could be. Who? I, don't I know. mean, every time I see him now, paid, if he's still getting paid from one of his contracts in the NFL, I, I don't know, or one of his endorsements, or maybe he deferred payments like every athlete does now, where they do the Bobby Bonilla thing. I have no clue. But I mean, there's got to be a way to just. $31,000 for Antonio Brown doesn't seem like a lot. Right. You know, I mean, what's Antonio Brown's net worth? He's always in leather, which has to be hot. All right. So according to Google, he's earned $77 million in his NFL career and that he's worth approximately $20 million. So, I mean, wherever that other money went, I don't know. But. Twenty million dollars. You're worth twenty million dollars. You can't get thirty one thousand, thirty three thousand dollars off of them. I mean, somewhere. I, mean, I don't know. That seems like chump change for a, a millionaire. I, I I don't know. I I I hope to find that out one day. If thirty thousand is chump change for a millionaire, I I, I doubt I will. But I mean, yeah, there's there's we'll gotta be know. a way. There's gotta be a way to get your child support payment. One one would think. All right, where are we? We're the biggest pickle. All right. So, Sarah, who is this week's biggest pickle? Sergio Brown. 
it's yeah there's there's nothing else you could say and the fact that like they finally caught him and they only really caught him because he walked back into america right Mm-mm. no oh no 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 i have a get whole... him? all right tell me i have everything. a whole timeline so let me so we briefly touched on um on some like Antonio Brown. <laughs> Let me get us Whoops. We briefly touched on Sergio Brown. I want to say it was either last week or the week before when we were just dis- oh last week when we were discussing the no fun league. We leave. have um, been gently touching this subject. For yeah, the last like little. Month. Yeah, like just 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 the tip. Little, yes, a little bit. Yeah. Of- um, so we've, we've discussed his erratic behavior and sharing videos on social media uh, while he was in Mexico. Uh, but he is now in the hands of law enforcement and is expected to face a first degree murder charge for the murder of his mother once he is extradited from California to Illinois. Uh, so you ready for this timeline? Oh, so I am. this is there was so much information that I tried to, and you got my breakdown of it, and yeah. it's still a lot. And I tried to just shrink it down as best as I possibly could. It was just a, a there's so much information. But this is what we've been waiting for, too. Yes. Like we knew, you know, we knew that his mother died, and. You know, he was just on the lam. Like, did he murder his mother? Of course he did. But everyone was like, oh, my God, maybe he didn't murder his mother. Maybe, like, he's been held hostage. No, we all knew he fucking murdered his mother. Oh, But this is the story that we've been waiting for. So, yes, the confirmation and all this and that. So Sergio and his mother, Myrtle, um, they were reported missing on September 16th by relatives when they couldn't contact either of them. Sergio and his mother share a home in the Chicago suburb of Maywood. Maywood. Wow, Maywood. Yeah, here we are. And sadly, 73-year-old Myrtle Brown had died from injury sustained during an assault, and her death was ruled a homicide by Cook County Medical Examiner's Office. Her body had been found near a creek behind their residence. So then, at that time, Sergio was MIA. Uh, he was he disappeared. Family was still looking for him, but he had then released a video on social media. Relatives of them were at the police, like, "Okay, we have evidence. We know it's a homicide. We can see this behavior. What what's going on?" So Sergio had gone MIA. However, the police were aware of the video and were aware of all of his ramblings and knew that he was uh, on vacation away from all of this. Uh, But he had claimed in the video that he thought his mother was on vacation. Mm. Yes. So the police at the time had stated that they needed to investigate the video's legitimacy and they were unsure that if it that if it was indeed him or not. And the family was like, bitch, it's him. It right. is him in the video. <laughs> like, what, right. what are you doing? Right. Uh, so uh, let me just investigate this just a little more to see if it's him. 
Like, yeah, you, you, so you take this still shot and then you have like a picture of him from like 20 years ago and you're like, they don't yeah. look alike. That what? doesn't look like that's him. I don't know. Like him. I don't know. So Sergio Houdini to Mexico. He was like, I'm out. Went to Mexico. The funny thing is, is that Mexican law enforcement knew where he was since the 19th. So with all this stuff that was transpiring up here in the States, the Mexican law enforcement was like, we, we know we, we, we got our eye on you. We, right. we, we know where you are. We're going to keep a little tab. Right. So he was out partying. He was at clubs dancing. He, there's video, there's pictures of him just like hammered, just hanging out with people, drinking like all the stuff. And this is when he was in Mexico city. The problem that Mexican authorities had said is that they were unable to deport him until the Illinois authorities had obtained a warrant for his arrest. Once they had released a warrant for his arrest, Mexico could then deport him back to the States. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the the laws in Mexico. Uh, no idea. I thought there were none, but... Who knows? I, mean, I, I just... So they get this, they get a warrant. Yay. Now getting him from Mexico back to the States was an absolute shit show. So he had to be transported from Mexico City to Tijuana to then get from Tijuana to San Diego. Um, He was on a plane from Mexico City to Tijuana and had created a giant disturbance it had prompted the pilot to threaten to remove him from the plane he fought mexican police and had a wild ass meltdown um while they were trying to get him into the seat and just not like sh- i just keep thinking like they're duct taping him to the seat in yeah, my brain right. but they're like they're trying to have him like more or less cuffed into the seat right and he was screaming on the plane that he was being kidnapped. And then he had a physical off, um, a physical altercation with the police officers on this plane. And finally, a passenger who was a doctor, like, went up to him and was like talking with him and like getting him to calm down. But crazy, erratic, off the wall behavior. There is a video of it out there. Definitely, you do not want to be on a flight ever with someone acting like this. No, this was, and this was all on the tarmac. Like they didn't even take off from yet to like get him. So I was like, holy shit! They're just trying to get him from one part of Mexico to another part of Mexico. What the actual fuck? So yes, yeah. Did he fight somebody in the bathroom because they they took the last copy of Time magazine with his face (laughs) on the cover? I think they did. I think he actually did. Like you. You don't you don't do that at the newsstand, man. Especially right. the guy who's in shackles, whose face is on the cover. All he wanted to do was read the Time magazine. You know, the there's an article. My my friend is in the article in here, and he mentions my name. I'm on the cover. I'm on the cover. <laughs> he holds it up. <laughs> All right, so they so they get him uh, on the flight. Finally, they get him on the flight. They get him back to the states. And he was booked into San Diego jail, where he will eventually be transported to Illinois. 
Uh, he is scheduled to appear in court on November 13th, but I don't know if it's going to be the interstate extract the extraction um, extra- I can never say this word every time so basically ex- it's it, extradition uh, interstate extradition. extradition yeah I don't know if it's going to be the that hearing for him to be removed from California to go to Illinois or if this is going to be where the case begins because wow. there's like all these laws which again I didn't know existed. There's a lot of legal jargon. I couldn't go down the rabbit hole to explain this all to you guys. So I, I apologize, but there are a lot of laws to move someone from one state to another. And you have to go through different hearings to essentially move. And you have to, you know, are they like a felon or a fugitive or, you know, the crime committed? Can we prove that this, like, there's a lot of things in paperwork that you have to do on the back end of things to essentially transfer someone from one state to another. That's wild. What a wild ride that this guy's been on for the last few months. You know, killed his mother, ran off to Mexico, just drinking and partying and going all crazy on social media, and then just trying to get back into the States, throwing a fit. I gotta see this video. I, um... It is. I emailed it to you on Friday night. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm gonna post it on our uh, Instagram. The thing is, is that of course he was removed from Mexico against his will. Yeah. And I think that that's why he was so. He probably had this mindset that shit. If I freak the fuck out on this plane, these police officers may just kill me. And then I don't, and I'm making speculation here, but he's like, maybe they'll, they'll kill, they'll shoot me or cause he's probably in his head. Like it's Mexico. They'll do that. And even though everyone has their camera phone out, like (laughs) they're not going to do that on the plane. (laughs) Um, but he's probably, oh Jesus. But you know, he, he probably just was like, I'm going to go out in a blaze to see if I can get them to take me out so that I don't have to face my reality. Now, again, I'm making speculation, but to have that kind of reaction, like you were taken into Mexican custody and we didn't hear a peep about that. And then you're getting onto the plane to like head back and you lose it. Right. Because you're having that sense of awareness that you're going to have to deal with your reality. Absolutely. Something that he hasn't dealt with in months. Right. You know, he's been on the lam. He's been living the high life on whatever. And now he's got to come back to the States and face the actual reality. So, I mean, this is I. This is going to be something. Uh, this I'm, uh, story is something that movies yeah. are this is like a this whole thing reading it from start to finish right is a is a movie like i i read everything and could not process that it was reality right right i and those stories are honestly the best the ones that you have no idea like am i reading a movie is this real you know so maybe they'll make the sergio brown story someday it's crazy you know, the blind side mm-hmm. part two who knows 
crazy his poor mom i feel I so bad for that family and they're just like his family's like you need to find him you need to bring yeah. him back we need justice for our mother our aunt our sister like we need this justice like right i don't well, know they got him so we'll see what happens we I mean, will see hopefully he'll he'll be able to stay in trial and he doesn't off himself he doesn't Aaron Hernandez himself in the prison <laughs> You know, I mean, so. at least he wasn't given videos about Aaron Hernandez. Leave that to Chandler Jones. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the old classic, the jerk. <laughs> All right. So that's going to do it here for us at In a Pickle. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I apologize for being sick yet again. I'm losing my voice. I apologize for rambling and mispronouncing things. And that's stuttering. what we're here for. That's what IAP is all about. So go and check out all of our stuff at iepradio.com. Our Twitter, our threads, our YouTube, our Instagram, our TikTok, and all the other stuff that we do around here. Uh, go over to Spotify or Apple iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And rate and review our show. Boost us up the charts. Help us out. Spread the word of the Pickle Radio. Go over to the Den Network and listen to all of their podcasts, especially the podcast of the month. You can always follow Sarah at Daddio Sports on Instagram. And again, if you have a question, comment, or concern for this show, just email us in a pickpod247 at gmail.com. We are there. And we're waiting for you. Come on down. Um, big, exciting announcements for our show. Sarah and I are going to do a guest spot on the Hill podcast, and Don Brody is coming on to our show Yay. to do a very fuck kill soon. Yay. So that, that is very exciting. Uh, I'm Sarah such a fangirl. Fangirling out there. Yay. So, um, I told Don when I talked to her, she's like, "Oh yeah, we, we're gonna." I, I don't want to reveal what show we're gonna do. Don't reveal the topic. No, but, no, no. She was like, yeah, that's a great topic. Let's fuck. And I was like, yes. I was like, I'm going to be the cuck in this threesome. And I'm just going to watch <laughs> the two of you. Sarah is fangirly. So, so fangirly. And it's one of my favorite topics. Right. So it's like, I I love this topic. So it's going to be a just, great show. Uh, uh, look for uh, that can't in wait. November. And uh, look for our future and past episodes at IEPRadio.com. And uh, Sarah, do you have anything else? Uh, we will. We're working out the kinks for Goons uh, Goon Con 2024. Goon Go Squad. Goon Squad! Yeah, shout out to Goon Squad. All right, so for Sarah Retalic, I'm a very sick day host, and I will see you, and we will see you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Sicko. Hey everyone, Nick here from the S1E1 podcast. 
Each week, we pick a different sitcom, watch just the first televised episode, and ignoring anything we may know about the future run of that series, decide if it's a show that we want to greenlight or cancel. We very seriously dissect TV shows for no reason at all. I gotta pee. Fucking old timey. Ah, I got a Frankenstein on my show. You should know because right now you're dressed like a London DJ. <laughs> Moving forward, unless there's anything else depressing about my life you want to bring up. That's impressive to find that many bad shows. Who's Boner? I don't even know what a Banksy is. Catch us each week wherever you listen to podcasts and visit us at s1e1pod.com for links to everywhere you can find us. <laughs> <laughs>